Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. I am your host, Brett Hill. Today, we're going to be discussing a healthy way of living, but it's not the healthy way of living that your doctor talks to you about. We're talking about our healthy spirit. So uh, we have a flesh and we have a spirit and both have doctors that prescribe good things for them to keep us healthy. So those of you that have a physician that you go to and you know, uh, if you were listening uh, last night in our church service as I taught this particular topic, uh, we talked about if a doctor tells you you have high cholesterol and your blood pressure is high and we've got issues going on with your body and uh, your doctor starts telling you, I need you to stop eating some fatty foods, uh, stop eating so much greasy foods, fried chicken, things like that. I know down here in the South, we love fried chicken, but the doctor tells you to do things like drink more water, eat more leafy green vegetables, and eat some raw fruits, some fresh fruits, and get your cholesterol down and get your blood pressure under control. So the doctor prescribes some things for you to keep your body healthy so that you can be more active. He also tells you, um, get some exercise, get some exercise daily, and also uh, get the proper rest. So that's what our physical doctor tells us. But we also have the great physician, Jesus Christ himself, the one who heals, the one who came and said that it's not the well, the healthy people who need the physician. It's those who are sick. He was not talking about the body itself. He's talking about the spirit. So Jesus, our great physician, actually gives us some things that uh, in his prescription for us to live with a good, healthy spirit. So we're going to go over those things today so that you can learn to um, prescribe, learn to eat spiritual food that uh, gives you a good, healthy spirit that is good and functional and can serve the, serve the will of the Lord uh, the way that he wants us to do. So starting off with a good balanced diet, I want to go to Proverbs 11, chapter 1. Uh, just to kick the thing off, a false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is in his delight. So the Lord loves balance. He wants us to stay balanced. He wants our diet to stay balanced. And I'm talking about our spiritual diet. So John 6 and 35, I'm reading this one out of the New King James Version. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger and he who believes in me shall never thirst. So he's calling himself the bread of life. And obviously he's spiritual bread to us. And he says, when we're partaking of Christ, and as we go on through the Bible, the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ is the word of God come in the flesh. So he's talking about he himself, the spiritual word of God going into our spirit and feeding us that we won't hunger. Our spirit won't hunger anymore. John 6, 48, 51, or 48 through 51. Um, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness, and they are dead. This is the bread which comes down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am that living bread which came down from heaven, and if any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And this bread that I give is my flesh. He's offering his sacrifice which I give for the life of the world. 
So we know, according to the word, that when Jesus says he is the bread of life, he's talking about himself. And John said that Jesus Christ was the word come in the flesh. So I want to take that a little further because Matthew chapter four, verse four says, Jesus answered to them and said, or answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Now, we constantly tell ourselves Jesus is enough, and Jesus here is saying man shall not live by bread alone. Now, <clears throat> I don't want to start a war with anybody, and I don't intend to, but I think where he says that we should also live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, that there's some things in his prescription that he gives us not to just read the word, but partake in it and what it tells us to do. Just like your doctor tells you, get some exercise. There's some things in the word of God that Jesus wants us to exercise. And so we're going to look at some of these spiritual foods that we need to partake of. So the first thing I want to look at is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18. And again, I'm reading out of the New King James Version today. Rejoice always. Pray, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So there's three things that he wants us to do. Always have rejoicing in our hearts. We should constantly be praying, being in constant communication with our Savior, and talking to him so that we can stay focused on the things in the spiritual world and not on the fleshly world that we are living in. And in everything, give thanks. And that doesn't mean only when things are going good and only when things are being given to us. The electric bill's paid, the water's still on, uh, the house payment's paid on time, the car's running good. He says when things are bad right here, he says in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So we see three things already in First Thessalonians that we need to be exercising in our life, rejoicing, praying, and giving thanks. Psalms 37 in the New King James Version, do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Verse three starts us out hearing what God wants us to do, what our great physician's telling us, that are good things for our spirit so that we can have a healthy spirit. Starting in verse three, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and look at this, feed. Your spirit is going to feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord. So there's three things, trust in the Lord and do good. Feed on his faithfulness, partake of God's faithfulness. Our whole program, Hebrews 10, 23, Hold fast the profession of your faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. God's promises he will keep, and he is faithful to stand behind his word. So he is telling here that our spirit needs to feed. We need to live off of the faithfulness of God. And he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord and trust him. So there's that word commit. We need some commitment. So everything about our ways in our life, we don't need to say, hey, God, I'll give you this part of my life, but I'm holding on to this part. 
He says, commit your way to the Lord and trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. So he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as a noonday. Here in verse seven, he says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way. In other words, the someone else that's having a good time and they're seeing prosperity and they may not be serving the Lord. Don't fret over them because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Verse eight says, cease from anger. So there's something else he's telling you. Blood pressure gets up when you get angry. That's bad for your physical body and for your spirit. He says, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not partake in wrath. And he says, do not fret because it only causes harm. Fret and fear is the opposite of faith. And without faith, we cannot please God. When we're in fear, we're in the flesh and we're vulnerable to Satan. So Psalms 37 prescribes a lot of things that we should be doing and partaking and exercising in our spirit to be healthy in our spirit. So we're going to take a break right there. and We're going to come back shortly and take up where we left off. I'm Brian Chris, lead pastor at River of Life Ministries in Nestle Springs, Tennessee. I want to personally invite you to experience Jesus with us. And we meet every Sunday morning at 10 and 11 a.m. We also meet every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. for a Bible study. We want you to experience Jesus with us. And we want to invite you to come be with us. 106 Spring Creek Road, Nestle Springs, Tennessee. Like our Facebook page. Also join our community page at River of Life Ministries. Hope to see you there soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. We are talking about having a good, balanced diet in our spirits. Our spirit man needs to constantly be eating the good food of the Word of God and exercising those things that God tells us to partake of. So we are actually reading out of Psalms 37 in the New King James Version, and uh, we just got down to verse 8, seize from anger and forsake wrath. And uh, we mentioned we should should not fret and have fear because it's opposite of faith. And that puts us in the flesh and it makes us vulnerable uh, and within Satan's grasp. But um, if you look at this next verse, evildoers shall be cut off. Verse nine of Psalms 37, evildoers shall be cut off. But the but those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. So for yet a little while and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look for the wicked, but you will not find them. But the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. It's really awesome that we can pick that up and understand that God is on our side and not the evil people. God will eventually, when his grace runs out and he says it's time, those of us that's been serving the Lord diligently and we have not forsaken his word, we've lived for him, we've committed ourselves to him. He's going to take us from that wrath and protect us from it. And the other people that have refused him, they will be no more. He's going to take care of the wicked. So I want to take up here in Galatians chapter five, because 
you know, just like your doctor tells you that you need to be eating some green leafy vegetables and maybe some raw fruits. Well, God happens to have some fruits too that he wants to partake of. And those fruits happens to be found in Galatians chapter five, verse 22 and 23. And those fruits are love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and that big one that nobody likes to hear, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. There's no way that you'll be judged spiritually or condemned by exercising these fruits. These are safe things for you to partake of, and they will keep you safe in your spirit. So we're going to look at the first one, love. Love we can find in 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 8. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. So if you tell someone you love them and you have you don't have God in your heart, you don't understand what love is. You think you love them, but the only way to know love truly is to know God because he is love. That's one of his names. And coming in a close second here, joy. The second fruit of the spirit is joy, and it's found in John 15, verse 10 through 11. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Now, he says that my joy, this is Jesus Christ talking, that my joy may be in you. So if you could imagine what Jesus's joy looks like. So let's kind of draw a picture. He came to the earth, was born in a manger, lived and walked among us a sinless life, went to the cross and took all our sins as the instructions of his father. He was crucified on a cross. He was buried. He went to hell and took the keys to death, hell and the grave and came out of the grave on the third day and was the, made alive by the Spirit of God, the firstborn of the righteous spirit. And he gave us all that righteousness through faith. And the Father looked at him and said, All the power and all the authority and the keys to my kingdom I now give to you. You can imagine how much joy a son would have when his father does something like that and gives him all power and authority over his entire kingdom. So Jesus is saying, my joy will be in you, not around you for you to explore and see, but he says it will be in you and that your joy will be full, not looking for any more joy. You'll be full. You'll be satisfied. Psalms chapter 16, verse 11, he says, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So note, I want to draw a picture here right quick. Our spirit fights against sin. And it's not that it fights just to defend us against sin, but our spirit goes on the offense. It gets aggressive and it attacks sin because the number one thing that it wants to do is by nature, the spirit produces in Christians the positive attributes of godly character. 
Now, love is the number one fruit and joy comes in a close second. And joy, joy is because of God's salvation. And Christians show their affections through their faith in God and they have joy about the salvation they have. Christians shouldn't be showing joy because of, hey, I've I've got a new car or I've got this new four-wheeler, I've got this new thing here, and I'm happy because of this material thing. No, we have joy because of Jesus Christ giving himself and providing salvation for us when we had no chance. That's why we have joy. Peace, the third fruit of the Spirit, is found in Philippians 4, 7, and 8. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, will keep your heart and your minds through Jesus Christ. Peace that passes all understanding. When you have a thought that is a bad thought, a fleshly thought, an evil thought that gets in your mind, when you have that thought in you and you think on it long enough that it gets down in your heart, you have already messed up. And this scripture says that the peace of God will keep your heart and keep your mind through Jesus Christ. So your heart and your mind will stay focused on the things of the spirit and not on the things of the flesh. And finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, he says, think on these things, not the things of the world. Think on these things. And then Paul goes on to say, he's talking to the church. He says, those things that you have both learned from me, received from me and heard me say, and he goes on to say even further in one of our episodes, we talked about parents uh, being an example to their children. He's saying right here, the things you have saw me do, verse 9 of Philippians 4, the things you've learned, received, and heard, and even saw me walk out and living, the way you saw my life being acted out, do that. That's what he's saying. And then here's what happens. And the God of peace shall be with you. So I want to leave it right there and we're going to take a break and we're going to come back in just a short minute. So don't go away. What's up, everybody? Just letting you know that the White Oak Grove Church of God always has a place for you. There's a youth group class, young adults class and teaching just for those who have recently gave their heart to Christ. Located at 2286 Oak Grove Road, Deckard, Tennessee. Come on out and join us. See what God is doing in the White Oak Grove Church of God. Sunday school starts at 10 a.m. and worship service at 11. I hope to see you Sunday morning. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. We're talking about a good balanced diet for our spirit man to live a healthy life. And we are talking about those nice, good fruits that are good for our spirit that God has given us to act on and, and partake of. And we're down to the fruit of the spirit called forbearance. 
Now, the word forbearance is the action of refraining from exercising a legal right. And that is especially known in enforcing the payment of a debt. So when we think about forbearance in scripture and in God's category, when he talks about forbearance, it's holding back the punishment of a debt that he demands to be paid. And that debt was punishment for sin. And Romans chapter three, verse 25, whom God displayed publicly. Again, Paul is talking about Jesus Christ right here, whom God displayed publicly when he was up on the cross. Through Christ's obedience, he did exactly what his father told him to do. He went to the cross and, and Paul is saying here in Romans chapter three, verse 25, whom God displayed publicly as a propitiation in his blood through faith. This was to demonstrate his righteousness, God's righteousness. He had to destroy sin. He had to punish sin and someone had to die for it. But look at this, because in the forbearance of God, let me reword that, because of God refraining from enforcing his payment of our debt of sin, he passed over the sins that we have previously committed. So forbearance is a big thing and he wants us to have forbearance with each other. Now, if we look at the word kindness, our next fruit of the spirit, we look in Ephesians chapter four, verse 32, and he says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other. Why? He wants us to be like Christ and look up there in forbearance, Romans 3 and 25, God refrained from exercising his legal right to make us pay our punishment and he passed over our sins. So in Ephesians 4 and 32, where we're talking about the fruit of the spirit called kindness, he's telling us we should have that same strength of forgiveness and overlook each other's wrongdoings and forgive each other be compassionate just as in Christ where God forgave you. So that's pretty strong. A lot of people we don't want to forgive, but God says we have to. That's one of his prescriptions for us to be righteous and in right standing with him. The word goodness, the very next one, the next fruit of the spirit is goodness. The Bible tells us just like the word good can be translated as holy pure or righteous. So we can think of goodness as godliness. And I like to look at Psalms 23 for goodness because the 23rd Psalms says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So the next fruit that God wants us to partake of for our healthy diet is called faithfulness. And of course, because of the name of our program, the scripture we're going to use is Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Because the one who promised us, he is faithful. God wants us to have the same level of faithfulness toward him and each other that he had for us. And that takes us to our next fruit, which is called gentleness. And gentleness comes out of 2 Timothy verse or chapter 2, verse 24 and 25. And he says, the Lord's servant, talking about us, 
the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome or getting into arguments and fights all the time, but we should be kind to everyone and be able to teach them about the Lord and the word of God and patiently endure their evil so that we can have rapport with them and be able to teach them. And he says we should be correcting our opponents or our enemies with gentleness, soft touch, soft spoken, ease into them with a good spirit and the good word of God so that we can have their ear and have a have an audience with them so that we can help them to find the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the very last one, the fruit of the spirit that nobody likes to hear is self-control. So many people like to preach it and nobody likes to do it. We, we, we want to get angry sometimes. We do so many things that, and we get out of control when we get in the flesh. But Proverbs 25, verse 27 and 28 says, It is not good to eat too much honey, nor is it honorable to search out matters that are too deep. Like a city whose walls are broken through, is a person who lacks self-control. So if you can imagine, I brought up the example in church last night. If you can imagine the walls of Jericho, how solid they were in the safety and the sense of security and the peace that the people behind those walls had, knowing that those walls were, were sound and firm and impenetrable, how safe they felt. And then all of a sudden, God provides a way to make them fall and they fell down. And you can imagine the fear and the trembling and the chaos that hit the hearts of everyone behind those walls. That's what this scripture is saying. A person who does not have self-control, that's how they feel like every day. That is not healthy for your spirit. It'll put you in an early grave. And God says, don't do it. Have self-control and control your emotions control your feelings and control your mouth, control your temper. It keeps your blood pressure down and that cholesterol and everything else your physical doctor talks about. Your spiritual doctor, Jesus Christ says, it keeps your spiritual blood pressure down too. So we need to make sure we have self-control. <clears throat> now, the last thing I want to leave you with on this program of uh, talking about a balanced diet is I want to remind everyone Satan's diet plan so that we can notice when Satan's trying to feed us. So Satan uh, has a diet plan for us to destroy everything that I just talked about, everything I just shared with you. And that's found in Galatians chapter five, verse 19 through 25. And Paul again, Paul is a righteous man. Paul is a spiritual man. So he opens this particular thing up with the works of the flesh are obvious to a spiritual man who is looking from the outside in, he can see the works of the flesh and see that they're obvious. To the sinner, to someone's not born again and does not know that these things are going on, and even to the young Christian who has not read the word and let the spirit of God lead them away from some of these things, it is not obvious. So it's the spirit of God. That's why we need to have a healthy spirit. It's the spirit of God that leads us away from these things. And Paul is saying, starting with verse 19, the works of the flesh are obvious. Fornication, impurity, licentiousness, adultery, or worshiping other things other than God, sorcery, witchcraft, enmities, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels and fights, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, 
carousing, and other things like this that are not pleasing to God, Paul says, I am warning you just as I warned you before. And I want everybody to understand this because this line here is very important. When Satan feeds you things and you're partaking of things in this particular list of Galatians 5, 19 through 25, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. If you're listening to me today, the good diet plan that God has prescribed to you, the great physician that I've listed off, the things that he's told us to do, to have prayer without ceasing, rejoicing, and always giving thanks, trusting in God, believing in him, waiting upon the Lord, and then having all these fruits of the Spirit. This is the things we need to focus on and keep away from the list of Galatians 5, 19 through 25 to keep a good, healthy life and a good, healthy spirit so that we can stay in a good, right standing relationship with God the Father. Take the great physician's diet plan and eat of the healthy foods and partake of his fruits of the spirit and not Satan's diet plan for you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for the words you've given us. I thank you for your diet plan for our spirit and the health that you give us through your word. God, I pray that the listeners hear you today. And if anyone needs this, God, I just pray that your spirit deals with them and, and just embeds it and lets the seed take root. God, I ask you to bless all the listeners today. God, anoint their household, anoint their bodies, any sickness in their bodies and their families. God, I pray you bring healing to the household. <clears throat> Lord, I ask your blessings over them. And Lord, let your abundance of blessings and favor pour out on them in the name of Jesus. And we ask all this in the name of Jesus. And thank you guys for, for listening today. And I hope to see you on the next podcast. God bless you.